The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they have a greater value than the media. What are you going to do? The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Turns out that all words have kind of lost their meaning. So now no matter what anybody says in the media, everything they say can be seen as true. Oh, are we in trouble. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I'll let you know on the 28th of this month if we're able to pay the radio rent. Pretty simple. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Wow, that's a long time. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Good night. Okay, no. Just kidding. All right, we don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes... I want to talk faith with you. So we're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Have you ever felt frustrated and stayed mad longer than you should have? Oh, I'm sure I'm the only one that's done that. Here's the bottom of the line. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness, you can reach out to us. There's a couple of different ways to reach out to us. You can rent an an airplane and do a smoke thing with the airplane in the air. We can't see it because we're inside a building in the very middle of the building, but you can do it. I'm just saying if you want to. You can also uh, put all the information you want to share with us on a piece of paper, turn it into a little paper airplane, send it our way. But again, we won't get that. We're in the middle of the building. You can call us, however, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. Let me tell you how cool that is. That's like going to church on Saturday night where they're doing movie themes and getting popcorn and soda at the church service. Yes, that's right. And then you will be... I can neither affirm nor deny the previous statement. It makes me sound like a politician. Uh, also, by the way, if you want to text us, you can do that live during the show. How much fun is that? 214-210-8483. We always have to slow it down just a little just to make sure everybody gets it. 
So you have that opportunity to text in as well. You can send an email to David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. Not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious at he must increase.org. Just David at he must increase.org. Also, as you know, we always send you up to the website. A couple things to tell you about the website. Our rent is due on the 28th, our radio rent. My other rent's not due until like the third. <laughs> so I'm talking about radio rent first. Uh, so I want to encourage you, don't forget, on the website, additionally, for being able to give, there are places to share uh, praise reports as well as prayer requests because we love that part of the show. And that's something that we love to do and love to engage with is for you to share what your burden, what you're going through. We all pray together. We combine our faith. If I have an ounce of faith and you have an ounce of faith and Cam Chris has an ounce of faith and Gabriel has an ounce of faith, then there's four ounces of faith. Now, that's more than one ounce of faith. I'm not a genius, but I can add. Here's the bottom line. Go to the website. We're going to send you there. And then don't forget, there's also free books on the website. Wow. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Obviously, Jiffy Pop Popcorn right there. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, a couple things to make you aware of. So if you've got a praise report, if you've got a prayer request, this is a great place to bring it. If you've got a question, we can mostly answer those questions. Uh, we do a little bit better in regards to food elements, life elements, or other elements like that compared to like gyroscope uh, engineering questions. That doesn't mean we won't give it a try. Here's our answer. Six. Anyway, so we'll just see what happens with that. In the meantime, I do want to pray for the United States and for Ukraine. So let's do that first, and then we'll get into the teach. Let's join our faith together. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you for everything. You brought us through a weekend. Some of us had a great weekend. Some of us had a tough weekend. Lord, you've got something planned for us this week, and we're excited because walking with you is the greatest venture and adventure in the world. And we're asking you to bless our country. We've got a lot of problems. We've got a lot of great things about our country, wonderful country, but we've got a lot of leadership issues. Please let there be a sense of humility and gracefulness that enters into these people's hearts so that the leading can be effective and can honor and glorify you. And we also pray for Ukraine, that there could be peace in Ukraine and an explosion of the gospel, the gospel of peace, that it could reach the every element, the four corners, although it's not a square, but the four corners, Lord, all different elements of Ukraine, so that people can hear about the love that comes from you through Jesus Christ. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Okay, so we're rocking and rolling on that. We want to get into our teaching. Nobody's going to like this first teaching. Nobody ever likes the first Monday teaching. <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. Unless I'm giving you the lotto numbers, which I hear is quite large. Is that right? It's pretty large, like 788 bazillion, gazillion, gazillion dollars. That's a lot. So if any of you win it, we, uh, we're not going to give you a hard time. Don't forget we're 100% tax deductible. Okay. You want to send your tithes this way? That'd be fine. All right, let's back up now. Let's go into the teaching. Here we are on First Peter. We're in chapter two. 
Uh, I do want to let you know we're going to do Nehemiah in the next hour. There's only three left in Nehemiah, and then Nehemiah is being replaced with Job. So you better get ready for that because Job is a quite intense book, as you are well aware. First Peter chapter 2, we're going to pick it up at uh, basically verse 23-ish or so. I mean, that's my nice way of saying 23. It says this, when they heaped abuse on him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats, but entrusted himself to him who judges justly. Right here, you can tell that there's going to be a societal issue for many people because in our society, when we get wronged, we want things to be righted. But that is not the kingdom principle that God operates in. I know. It's not fair. Well, it's not fair that you sinned once and you still get to breathe, so that's not fair either. So, okay, so if you want to take God's angle on this, you send, you're out. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. Here's the bottom line. When they heaped abuse on him and they, and, and they were talking bad about him and they were insulting him, and you remember they were spitting on him and they blindfolded Jesus and they smacked him when he wasn't looking and they say, oh, who hit you, who hit you? And they were mocking him and he was ridiculing. He suffered all those things. He did, he did not retaliate. He did not make any threats. Do you know how often Christians threaten other Christians? When a husband and wife have a hard time, the husband and or the wife will say, I'm going to get you. I'll get you in the finances. I'll get you this way. I'm going to tell everybody about you. It's all that kind of stuff. It's like all that stuff is retaliation. The, the difference in that and the Christian attitude is that people who suffer and commit that suffering to the Lord are entrusting the situation to the Lord. It's not that they don't take care of themselves. It's not that they're not careful for themselves, but they're not trying to establish the vengeance or the revenge on their own. And in our society, we, I mean, we have great, great men and women who help represent in legal issues. And then we have this whole other group of people who are lawyers that the only thing they will name any of their children is Sue. All my kids are named Sue. <laughs> this is not a boy named Sue. This is a bad attitude. It's like, get yours, get yours. It's like, no, 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 slow down, okay? When they abused Jesus. Now, the abuse that Jesus took was simply because of who he was. It wasn't because he was a jerk. I don't want to make sure you differentiate that. Jesus suffered as the Messiah, as a Christian, not because he was a, a, you know, kind of a yodel head kind of thing. So I want you to make sure you understand that. But he did not retaliate when he suffered. He didn't threaten people. He entrusted himself to the Father. He said, look, I'm going to put this right in the Father's hands. And I've got a message for you so that you can never wonder about this. God will always make it right, either here, there, or in the air. It's going to be made right because God is a God of justice. But the idea is that the wrath of man works not the righteousness of God. So sometimes you got to pull it back a knob, pull it back a step and say, Lord, you better handle this because if I do, it will not be right. It will not be proper. It will not have the right justice to it. There's too much passion. I'm too impassioned. I'm too irritated. I'm too frustrated. I got to back off. I need you to handle this for me. That is the way to approach it. You're thinking, that doesn't seem right. 
It doesn't seem right that you're still breathing after you sinned that first time either. Which shall you choose? All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You are listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? I cannot wait, though. I have to do this particular sound. We might interrupt uh, while I'm doing the teaching, but I got to do the sound because it is time for Bible Baloney Beatdown. Hello. Hello. It's now time for David Spoon's Bible Baloney Beatdown. Bible Baloney Beatdown. I'll knock your brains out of your head, Annie. <laughs> I can't believe I'm allowed to do that. I love that. Anyhow, uh, Bible Baloney Beatdown has to do with the kingdom of God. So there are people that go, well, you know, in Scripture there's so many contradictions. Like what about when Jesus said, if you're for me, uh, then you're not you're not against me. If you're against me, you're not for me. And they kind of mix it all up and so on and so forth. Let me just help out and just kind of set the record straight, keeping it simple. There are two. Now watch what I'm going to sh- I'm going to show you. There are two. Okay, watch. Somewhere between 1 and 3. There are two. Okay, here you go one more time. There are two kingdoms. Now I'm going to I'm going to blow your mind when I say this. There is the kingdom of God. Right? Everybody would agree. Okay, got it. Seek first the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, and then there is any other attempted kingdom. There is the kingdom of God, and then there's any other attempted kingdom. The kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of men, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. There's the kingdom of God and all the other ones, okay? Or, and they're all just wrapped up into one thing. There's the kingdom of God and the kingdoms that are not the kingdom of God. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all it is. Luke chapter 9, verse 49 through 50, John responded, Master, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he does not follow us. Verse 50, don't stop him, Jesus told him, because whoever is not against you is for you. Keeping this in context, the person is not opposed. This is very important. The person is not opposed, but for the kingdom of God. He's not neutral. He's a kingdom advancer. He's somebody that's advancing the kingdom, casting out demons in the name of Jesus Christ. And John is like, well, he's not one of us. Okay, that's a whole separate sermon, a whole separate issue, which I'm sure your pastor has taught on many times, and that is the last thing that you need are a whole bunch of more people just like you or just like me. We need people to be like Jesus, and they don't need to follow us exactly. They need to follow Jesus, and I don't want to have – I don't want to reproduce a thousand me's. I want people reproducing being Jesus because I'm not going to do anything, but people who are more like Jesus, they make a difference. And in context, this person was advancing the kingdom by driving out demons in the name of Jesus Christ. He's a kingdom advancer. The David Spoon Experience. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM. Amen, 770, the truth station here in Texas. Get ready for your first 
big Bible trivia question. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here it is. Now, you guys should know this. We've taught this multiple times. Only one of Jesus' created miracles is recorded in all four Gospels. Which miracle? Aha! If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We will go right to our DNA. we got a lot to cover today. So we're going right into our DNA. And here we start it with the D of the DNA, and that stands for Draw Closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. How often should you draw closer to the Lord? Da- da- Daily. Every every day that ends with Y is the day that you should draw closer to the Lord. Just work through that, and uh, that formula will figure it out. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed. Mark chapter 8, Luke chapter 9. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that as much as you might be going through and as much as you might be feeling— there are other people on the planet, and we should care about them, too. That's a nice way to say it. We should care about them, too. It's not that you don't care about yourself. Of course you do. But you also care about others. And then doing that makes you sensitive, sensitive to the Lord. So that the Lord, sensitive to the Lord, so that he can direct you, and you can be used as a vessel and or a vehicle of blessing. All right, we'll repeat the triv question. Only one of Jesus' miracles. Now, by the way, I just want to point out, Eric is the only person who has answered. Now, everybody's gotten this right who's answered this, but he's the only one that's answered this through a numerical equation. <laughs> this is pretty good. Uh, only one of Jesus' miracles is recorded in all four Gospels. Which miracle is that? If you think you know, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. couple of things to tell you because I would like to keep people up to date on stuff that's going on in my own life. So then you can know sometimes when I'm teaching what, what part of my brain fell out so you can know what's going on. So we had a really nice plan this weekend to watch movies and uh, like 3D movies and all that stuff. Then none of that happened. Okay, zero. Okay, I mean, not even close. Okay, first of all, I broke one of my toes, so that's nice. Okay, second, Easton is in the hospital. He's doing okay, but he should be doing a lot better. And so now we got that going on. And then third, my uh, son and my daughter-in-law's my daughter-in-law's birthday today, uh, Ashley's birthday. So we're watching their dogs. So now we have three dogs uh, at our house, and that's been real fun. Kind of like a poke in the eye with a sharp stick, somewhere along those lines. Because that dog, that dog, his name is Max. All he knows is one thing. That's all he knows. He doesn't know anything else. They haven't trained him to do anything else. He's, he is an expert at what he does, barking. Anyway, so uh, it's been kind of an interesting weekend for us, but we're still highly blessed, highly uh, appreciative of everything the Lord allows. But I'm just telling you so you can catch up with me. Uh, but you can be praying for Easton. We should be doing that. I'm going to be praying for the audience in the next third of the last fourth of the last fifth of the last 30 minutes of the last 60 minutes on the show. So don't worry about that. 
Uh, let's get back into our text. Again, if you know the answer to the trivia, awesome. Uh, you can text it in. You can call it in. Uh, is there anything else I need to cover in this? I don't think there's anything else i got to cover in this, so let me just get back into this text. It's really hard. When you read Peter, you have to understand what's going on. The, the people that were receiving this letter were being, I mean, let's just say it nice, they were being absolutely hammered for being Christians. I mean, they were just, they were getting beat up left and right. And so Peter is writing to encourage the people. That's the main theme of his letter is to encourage them and to help them remain in a persevering attitude. And we need to be encouraged in that because as Christians, we go through quite a bit of material, quite a bit of stuff, and it gets to be wearisome. And so it's good to have somebody say, hey, I know it's tough. I know it's difficult. Keep going. Keep going. The Lord's going to be with you. You got you to push through. You got to push through. So that's part of what is coming into this uh, attitude. And if you've ever read M. Scott Peck's The Road Less Traveled, there's very few people that travel down this road who don't try to retaliate against other people when people do something wrong. You should be aware that that's not what God is looking for. It's uh, it's people that are gracious and graceful. And I will point out one thing about uh, retaliating. Uh, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13 that love keeps no record of wrongs. So when you tell somebody you forgive them and then you keep remembering that, you are not operating in biblical love. Sorry, I didn't write the book. I'm just telling you what it says. Don't get mad at me. Talk to God if you don't like it. First Peter chapter 2, now picking up verse 24. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. And by his stripes you are healed. I'm not going to ignore the by his stripes you are healed part, but I want you not to miss the prior part because everybody focuses on the by his stripes he was healed part and they don't focus on the prior part. And the prior part says this, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. The might is the implication that you are involved in this decision. You might not just give in to sin if you choose not to give in to sin. In other words, Peter knows, you know what? You don't have to do that. Yes, but no, you don't have to do that. When you give in to sin, when you give in to the wrong attitudes, when you give in to the frustration and it turns to anger, like happened to me this weekend, then you are making that decision. And that is not something you have to do. And then it says, you, so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. You, you're in this. You're a part of this. You get to make that, uh, make that decision. If we entrust ourselves to him, we don't have to go ballistic, as I do from time to time. <laughs> All right. So we don't have to live in it. Now, here's the thing. that Everybody loves it by his stripes, you're healed. And there's this big, not division, but everybody takes a side. And you know how I feel about that. I'm more eclectic in the framework of, I do believe this has to do with physical healing, but I also believe it has to do with spiritual healing. I also believe it has to do with mental healing. I also believe it has to do with psychological healing. I also believe it has to do with relationship healing. I also believe it has to do with every other form of healing because it doesn't limit it, and the salvation that comes from God is not limited. Salvation is a rescue. And sometimes we need to be rescued spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, psychologically, relationally, occupationally, ministerially, educationally. We need that. And it is covered through Jesus. So instead of trying to pick one, oh, that's for physical healing. Oh, that's for this healing. No, that only meant spiritual healing. Oh, that only means this. It means every kind of healing. 
for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ opens the door for every change to be made in our lives. Spiritual, physical, psychological, emotional, and so on. So when it talks about that, you think, well, are you trying to tell me that there could be healing in my situation? Yes. <laughs> are you trying to tell me God can't? I'm just asking, are you saying God can't? Is that where you're going with that? Because you and Jesus are going to have words if that's what you're saying. And that doesn't seem wise. So the idea behind this is to recognize we have an empowerment in, in ourselves, and it's all dependent on Christ. So we don't have to sin. He himself bore our sin on the body of the tree, so we might die to sin. We can live to righteousness, and it's by his stripes, which is the, the nicest theological way of saying this is all dependent on Jesus. It's not dependent on you. But you have to be in Jesus for that to happen. You're like, well, I, I, I don't want to. Okay. Well, don't be healed. Don't be delivered. No, it's fine. Don't blame God because it's not his fault. If you're saying no, it's not his fault. I'm sorry. And then some people all of are like, well, I know, but by a stroke, do we get to be healed instantly all the time? No. Sometimes you got to keep praying. Remember the situation where Jesus was talking about the the, the one uh, spirit that he cast out and the disciples said, I just find it fascinating. Nobody focused into this. And the disciples said, well, why couldn't we cast it out? And Jesus said, this kind comes only out but by prayer or by prayer and fasting. That he's telling you right now, you couldn't cast it out. you got to pray this out. <laughs> That's the answer. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's situational, instantaneous, and sometimes it's years. He already told you. Okay. All right. Somebody ready to answer the trivia question? That's brave. Okay. Send him on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Knock, knock. This is Sam. Hi, brother. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was actually praying for you just the other day because I hadn't heard from you for a little while. I want to make sure you're okay. All right. So I want you to answer a trivia question and then give us an update on how you're doing. Only one uh, only uh, one of Jesus' miracles is recorded in all four Gospels. Which miracle? Uh, yeah, give us this day our daily bread. Yeah, but it's the big one, right? It's the the know, fifty it's the, the fifty two. Eric put five slash two. It's the yeah, five loaves and two fish. He fed like at fifteen thousand plus people with yep. the five loaves and two fishes. Yep, I always find that amazing that God chose the one miracle in all four gospels to be a provision miracle. Yes, that's indeed. A, that's me. How are you doing, by the way? Well, I'm a, uh, wow. I'm I'm breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do, do you need some encouragement? Yeah, I, I, I think uh, my my situation is related to our trivia question, and I know God is my provider. Yes, yeah, He is. Well, let me pray for you. I want to pray for you because. I think it's very, very important for us to recognize that when Jesus went through this process, he looked up to heaven and he thanked God before he yeah. did anything else. So I just want to pray for you for that. Can I do yeah. that? Thank you. All right, let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our brother Samson. We love our brother Samson. He's a great guy trying to find you, trying to draw close to you. And he's got situations that he's just always feeling like he's behind the eight ball. He's not getting to where he needs to get to. I pray he would look up to heaven and give you thanks and praise, knowing that multiplication is coming for him on his behalf. We pray that he would stand firm in that faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Uh, well, I'll be praying for uh, for your grandson. And, Thank you. 
and also for you today that you have now three dogs and yeah. So everything goes well. Keep, keep me in prayer. I don't want to lose my mind yeah. too often. Yeah, I'll pray that you will not bark at them. So <laughs> good, good idea. That's a good one yeah. right there. All right, brother. All right, love you, brother. Thank right. you. God bless you, bro. God bless you. Bye bye. All right, we're gonna take a break and then come back. Uh, great Falco, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Kevin and Chris here from the David Spoon Experience. I help coordinate the radio show, and we're looking for a few good people to join our crew and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of the radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, gee, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Me too! The truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you already have all that you need to have to be part of this ministry. Uh, but Chris, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no! Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form, and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position, though you may appeal to a higher power. What is the David Spoon Experience? Jesus Christ, as the Lamb of God, for you and I, God provided his own burnt offering for his own lamb of sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And this is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so. By saying this prayer, and don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins according to the scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. 